tuned in to the Jose Morales podcast where we talk sports, business, and everything in between. I'm your host, Jose Morales, and we're at my boxing academy. Joining me in the ring today is me, myself, and I. This is the first episode that you guys will get with me all by myself, no guests, and I'm going to just be blabbering off today alone. I'm going to be talking about a lot of different things. Um, first of all, how I've been, what everything's been going on, you know, social media, uh, news, all this stuff. And to be real, it brings me down and it gets me to the point. What I, and, and, and everyone probably can agree with me. It gets me, it drains the energy out of me. And, um, and it has been very, very, very energy draining. And to be real, I didn't even feel like, there was a week where I didn't even record a podcast. I really felt like doing shit as far as talking to people. You know what I mean? And I just didn't want to do it. And I want to explain to you guys why. And then that's what I'm going to talk about today. Explain to you guys why I felt that way and explain to you how I feel. Because a lot of people have been asking me, you know, where do I stand with all this stuff that's going on in the world? Uh, people feel that if silence is violence, which is which I do agree with that. It is it, it could be uh, deadly if you don't share how you feel. Um, but I feel that the way you share the way you how you feel is a certain way the way you should come across by saying that so i'm going to explain all that to you um in this episode that is pretty much what i'm going to talk about uh first of all um what i meant by social media draining you or or the news draining you actually before this year i enjoyed watching the news and the only reason why I enjoyed watching the news is because it was a very good conversation starter. Like, I watch the news and be like, oh, it's going to be 100 degrees today. Or this so-so happened. And then when I go to the gym, I bring up all these subjects and talk about them. Obviously, I would never do politics stuff. I would do like, oh, did you hear about uh, the wreck that happened on 80 or whatever? You know what I mean? Things like that. Just a kid, because those are great group conversations that you can have with a lot of people. After this year... The news for me had to completely stop. I don't watch the news uh, just because it just drained the shit out of me as far as energy. It put me in, in a down. Um, so next thing that I go on, closest thing, closest thing to news for me is social media. As you guys know, I'm probably very active on Instagram. Um, that's actually the only social media platform that I use, me personally. Um, and I get on there and... <laughs> And most of you guys can agree with me on right, right now what's going on on social media, or at least with my friends. Unless you guys got a different pair of friends, maybe we should share. But with my friends, <laughs> with my circle of people that I follow and, and interact with, it's like um, I have people talking about uh, you should wear masks, you should not wear masks, uh, COVID, uh, obviously, uh, conspiracy theories, um, uh, human trafficking, uh, shit. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Black Lives Matter, Vanessa Guillen, uh, her, you know, if you guys don't know about that, that's another one I'm going to talk about here soon. So all these different subjects, right? And I agree they are all important. I, I see everyone's point. I see where everyone is coming from with each one. I understand where they're coming from. Um, 
I agree to a certain extent with certain ones. And a lot of people have been asking me where I stand with all this and why I haven't spoke up and do I agree with what's going on or what. So people have been asking me. So here it is. I'm going to explain to you. I agree uh, that, th and again, this is my opinion. I'm not saying you guys have to listen to me or you guys have to agree with me. But my opinion with all this, I'm tired of this corona shit. I'm tired of closing and opening businesses. I'm tired of them picking and choosing what can be open and what can be closed. I'm tired of all that. I I do believe there's something else going on, like human trafficking and other shit that we're not being told to. And there's a lot of reasons why I feel that way. And one of the reasons why I feel that way, and you guys can say it's a conspiracy theory or not, the reason why I feel that way is because of what I see within myself, like in my, uh, what, what are things that I investigated on my own and um, things that, for example, I got, I got, I was told, see, part of this, I try to tell myself that, no, the news wouldn't do that to you or no, no, that wouldn't happen. I would try to tell myself that, right? Until I had an experience where I had a, um, a reporter wanted to do a story on a local gym owner during these times and what it was like. Uh, they came down. They did the story on it. Everything went good. Every, uh, I thought everything went well. It was supposed to be aired at the 6 o'clock news. A reporter hits me up about three hours before uh, it was supposed to be aired and tells me, you know, Jose, I'm going to tell you this just because you're a good friend of mine. I'm not supposed to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you. I'm not allowed to air your story because it's too positive. That's what he told me. My story is too positive because when he interviewed me, I didn't go on and talk about, oh, my business is going to close. So many people are dying. I didn't, I didn't have that sad, sobbing story. So it was too positive to be on TV. So little incidents like this got me in more and more and more and more to believe all these conspiracy theories. You're like, okay. Um, so there, that's where I stand with it. Um, I'm not going to go too deep into why I believe in them and all that. And if I believe in all of them, cause there's some crazy shit. Um, but I do believe that, um, this whole COVID stuff is much bigger than what it, what the news tries to make it think it sound like it is. I do strongly agree with that and believe that. Um, and the reason why I bring this up is I feel, and this is why I'm silent on social media. I don't want to make my platform, which is my page and all around, just like I do at the gym. I try to keep it a positive, positive place. Someone's happy place. Same if you visit my page, you visit my page, you're not going to see a whole bunch of shit about uh, whatever it is that I believe in. In this case, it's sad I believe in conspiracy theories i'm not gonna sit there and you're gonna have a shit ton of oh conspiracy theory posts because that's not who, who i am and that's not what i stand for and i'm here to make an impact and stay positive and i don't agree that posting on it all day is actually going to make a change Making a change does not come by you telling somebody what you believe in. Real talk. That's not how you that's not how you make a change. So 
you can same thing with the mask when people say oh you should be wearing a mask or you should not or, or it's dangerous and all this and you're just arguing on social media post after post about why you're right it what it reminds me of real talk to me imagine having a a christian and a muslim and they're constantly posting about why their god is a greater than the other god well my god this oh no no well my god this da, 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 da. right there that is a fucking argument that's what it is no one is ever gonna give in that way no matter if you are right that is not how you win someone over that is not how you get somebody to understand where you're coming from and that is why i don't post shit about what i believe the way i just think is the best and more um way to to make an impact is by you know really getting to know people and getting in and 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 winning them over if, if that's the word i'm looking for if, that, if that's the best way to describe it so for example let me tell you why i believe this and uh, this is all stuff that happened to me throughout my entire life you know what i mean this is this this is all things that i learned through my experiences in life that got me to be where i am now as far as relationships with people that if i would have never been this way they probably would never even like me for example i'll tell you a couple stories um, I don't know if you guys know this, but if you've been to my gym, uh, some most of you guys listen, that listen to this are actually members at the gym, and you see that at the gym, there's people from all sorts of backgrounds, all sorts. You have uh, minorities, you have um, girls, soccer moms, you have convicts, you have business owners, you have everything democrats and republicans you got them all in one place and when they're there everyone respects each other and we have conversations with each other and believe it or not i even had some conversations with people in the gym about politics when they were on opposite sides of what someone believes in and they were able to communicate and talk it out without it being some bullshit exactly and None of this would happen if, let's say, I was up and always posted in my business page what I believed in, and I was just whining about, oh, you're a fucking retard for believing that. Da, 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 da. Guess what? All those people were probably never walking through my door. So now, all those people not walking in through my door means I don't have a chance to, get, um, to make an impact in what they believe, and that is not going to unite us. And that's really what this world needs. This world need, needs us to be united and if anything it's more segregated it's always I always felt like it's been segregated here segregated here in the u.s but it's getting worse and worse and worse and worse and now i see it even more so let me tell you the story of how i got to somebody at the gym right so this happened a few years ago this hasn't this is not even low, uh, recent i had someone that hit me up that was a good friend of, I mean, still is actually a good friend of mine. I still, I'm going to keep them, I'm not going to say their name, but I'm going to call, I'll call, I'm going to call them Billy. So Billy has been coming to the gym for years. Billy loves Jose. And Billy one day hits me up and says, hey, Jose, you know what? I can't go to the gym no more. I'm like, what the fuck? Completely random. It was like a curveball. So... I'm like, yeah, you know, it, I was, you know, shocked by the, well, what 
they told me, and I'm like, Billy, so what's going on? He's like, you know what, Jose? The the gym's become very politic, uh, very so much politics going on in the gym now, and I'm just not comfortable being there. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, what happened? They're like, you know, people talk about um, dreamers, da 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 da, and you know, I just don't believe in dreamers. I I feel like if you're gonna come to the U.S., you need to, you need to do it the right way. You need to apply. You need to join the military. You need to do something with that, which I agree. But uh, little did this person know is they just weren't educated on all this stuff that we cannot do. So, see, myself, I could easily got mad and just went off on them, but I educated them. So I said, you know what, Billy? Come down to the gym. I would love to talk to you. I would love to talk to you about the subject in person. Because at this time, Billy had no idea that the person they're talking to is a dreamer. No idea that I was born in the U.S. I was born in, um, in Mexico. No idea I was brought to the U.S. undocumented. No idea that I was a dreamer. All this is foreign to them, right? As I'm, I'm uh, Billy shows up to the gym. I walk around. I'm like, let's go for a walk, Billy. Start walking around and then. I let Billy go off. You know, I'm like, let me know what's going on. And Billy's like, you know, I was in the military. Um, I had all this going on. And, 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 you know, it's, it was just, it's, does not seem right to me that these people want all this stuff for free. And the fact that people in the gym support that is not right to me. And I don't want to support somebody that supports that. So then I looked at Billy and I said, uh, Billy, I agree with you with what you said but first of all i don't recall we ever talking about anything politics in the gym especially to that point and um that's when billy said oh it was on social media i saw someone post that they stand for dreamers and i didn't like that i was like okay so then i said well billy i don't know if you know this but i am a dreamer me i'm a dreamer and you shouldn't have seen Billy's face, y'all. I wish I could record Billy's face. Imagine I was in the Ku Klux Klan and I took my mask off and they saw a black person. That's, that's what Billy's face was like. That's the best way to describe Billy's face. Jaw dropped and I was like, yes, I'm a dreamer. I got brought to the U.S. and I gave her the whole spill at 11 months old. I was raised here. I know no better. I know no other country. To me, the U.S. is home. On paper, it's not, but... In my heart, in my mind, U.S. is home. And I explained all this to Billy. And then I explained how a lot of people don't know this, but when I was uh, 17, 18, around that time, I tried to join pretty much every military branch out there. No joke. And they all did not let me. And the reason why they don't let you, let me explain why. reason why they don't let you is because, one, you have to have... You can't be here completely undocumented with no sort of paperwork. You have to have something to um, to a resident to then become a citizen, a visa or something. I had nothing. So that option was not there. Um, another thing is to be to come here legally from Mexico is a lot harder than any other countries. People don't realize that. But Mexico is harder. And the reason they're, they're a lot stricter on Mexico is people can say is because of racial blah 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 blah. i for a long time thought that also i still kind of think that 
Um, but is because of everything that goes on in the southern border. You know, I mean, we have drugs, human trafficking, all sorts of shit. Um, regardless, it is a lot stricter in the southern border, and that's why. And I, and once I explained all this to her and to him, to Billy, um, Billy kind of understood it. You know, Billy was like, wow, I had no fucking idea it was like that. I said, yeah, Billy, it's that bad. So I didn't choose to not join the military. I didn't choose to come here undocumented. And that is what a dreamer is. And she was in, why would I keep calling her? She, he was like, yeah, wow. I didn't know that. And after that, guess what happened? We went on, became friends. I mean, our friendship grew even better. I love him to death. I still talk to Billy now to this day. And this was somebody that part of that conversation hated dreamers, couldn't stand dreamers, couldn't ever see themselves supporting a dreamer. And I can tell you this story because this story, uh, similar stories like this, this is actually the best one, but I have tons of stories like this, tons. So this is why I feel very strong about the way of what I'm going to explain to you in this podcast. You're not going to win anyone over or get somebody to understand you or where you're coming from by throwing shit in their face as you're retarded if you don't believe in this. Or, wow, you are a fucking retard for not seeing this or for believing in this. That is not how you get somebody to be like, oh, shit, you're right. By pushing someone's buttons like that, last thing they're going to want to do is agree with you. Even if they do want to agree with you, they're not going to tell you they agree with you just because you, you got on their nerves that much. Does that make sense? So hopefully that helps you understand why I feel the way I feel. Um, another thing I wanted to say about this, we need more um, positive stuff, obviously. Uh, we need more. The The way we're going to fix this is by uniting and being together. Right. Um, and the way we're going to do that, obviously, it was like, how the hell are you going to talk to everybody on social media? You're right. We're not. I'm, you're not going to have a deep ass conversation with everybody like that. No, you're not. The way you do it, though, believe it or not, you need to you need to. Um, we need to be. Uh, how do I explain to you? You need to be around, like if you're, let's say you're a business owner or, um, yeah, let's say you're a business owner and uh, you have, you see all these people daily in and out of your, your business, wherever you're at. And if all you're looking at them as a, if you're not, if you're not, uh, you have a chance to make an impact in these people. So let, let me, let me, I was having a hard time explaining it. Let me explain it to you this way. My cousin Eddie, the one that was uh, my brother Eddie, the one that was on the podcast a few months ago, though, with the the electrician. I told him this. He has such a um, uh, a chance, an opportunity to really reach two people that do not really interact with each other and put them on the same page. He is that funnel between these two people. He. The ball is in his court. It's just a matter of time, and it's just a matter of what you're going to decide to do with it. So let me explain to you what I'm, what that is. 
he has a group of Mexicans that work for him. And this is Mexicans that just literally just got here from Mexico. So they're not Americanized at all. I mean, they're Mexican, Mexican, right? And most Mexican, Mexican, Mexicans, and what I mean by Mexican <laughs> is that they feel like, you know, uh, and, and I feel like we were fed to feel this way that the U.S. hates us, that which that everything is, um, which is here to work. Trump hates us. Um, the government hates us. Uh, no one gives a fuck about us but us. And we never complain about it. Never. We just come out here. We work. We do our thing. But deep down, that's how we all. That's how Mexicans feel. And I say we because. I am one of them. <laughs> and then, so my cousin Eddie has his, his, Mex his employees that are that have those feelings, right? And then his clients that he interacts with, not all of them, but I say, because where the area he's working is right now, is a good, I say 60 to 70% that feel that are super conservative and do not really uh, feel, you know, you know, you're, you sure already know what I mean by conservative. They don't like undocumented immigrants. They don't, they're not uh, anti-immigrant, they're, they're anti-immigration, blah, 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 blah. The list goes on. And then you have Eddie in the middle. And what I mean by he's in the middle, he interacts with both. And this is his chance, really, if he looked at it this way. Luckily, I mean, right now he just looks at it as he's just going to work. Because it's true. He is. He's just going to work. But he sat there and looked at it and really talked to both parties and got to both parties to interact and communicate and talk to each other and get each, both to understand where they're coming from, get his employees to understand, you know, not every Mexican's hated. Not every conservative person hates Mexicans. Not every and get the conservative. Not every uh, make, uh, undocumented Mexican is a drug dealer and a cartel leader. No, because that's not true. We have that. We, as business owners, have that opportunity. Do we use that opportunity? No, but we all have that opportunity, um, which would actually be really, really good for business. And I will make an episode about that in a couple of weeks. I don't want to go too fly too deep into that. But what I'm saying is we have that opportunity to do that. And we need more business owners that that are that that what's the word i'm looking for that want to make an impact there you go we need more business owners that want to make an impact because if you look at it you know what makes people angry and make people to go home to their house and beat their wife beat their kids cheat on their wife or husbands cheat on all this alcohol drug abuse stress or just find an outlet that's really that i, I believe that's probably one of the top things that's probably not the only thing but that's one of those things that probably do that. Stress will cause a stress. Money is probably one of those top things I believe that causes stress. Money, where do you get money? Work. And if you hate your work, you hate where you're at, you hate where you stand for, uh, as, far as, as far as what you do in life, you hate your life. Now you have all this anger. Now you want to ruin everyone's day. Real talk. And I feel that way for a lot of reasons. Uh, Again, going back to my story, my life, I've been on that side. I've been on the 
employee side and been abused before and by abuses being overpaid i mean underpaid overworked like overpaid shit i never had that problem <laughs> but i've been there before i know how that felt i know how shitty that feels i know luckily at the time i had no family but i know if i was a 35 year old man feeling that way with a family and now my wife asking me for money and things we need to pay for and i can't provide and i'm asking her to work and then now she's working and now she's um, uh, uh, fucking throwing shit in my face because I didn't clean up. I didn't do this and she needs help and I need help. All that at the end, the root of all that is comes down to the job. Really? What kind of what, what, what mental state is this job that you work at bring, bringing you to? Is it bringing you down or bringing you up? Is it making you happy or is it making you angry? Where, where are you at? So, for example, I'm going to share you a story that happened actually about, it's actually recent. It was like a week ago. My wife and I went out to eat for breakfast and my wife uh, wanted to go to Denny's actually. She wanted to eat there. I, I fucking hate Denny's, FYI, but she loves her Fitz lamb. <laughs> She's going to laugh. So we went to Denny's to go eat. And as you guys know, right now, everything is outside, right? And there's, uh, there was three, three servers. Uh, actually, one of them was a manager and just helping servers. But it, it really came down to two servers. But there was three people serving total. And their walk from the kitchen and the cashier and where they talk to people to the outside where they're serving people is not the closest walk. It is not at all. Especially, I mean, it's, and what I mean by close, you're carrying a fucking tray full of plates and, and food and all this shit. That's not close. Um, I understand it because I did it before. You know, I, I was in the restaurant business business and I did just that. I carry trays. That shit is fucking heavy. Um, and then plus that it's outside over 100 degrees that day. I think it was like it was like 102 or some shit like that. Over 100 degrees outside carrying these trays, coming back. Uh, no one to check people in, nothing. Horrible, horrible, horrible for the whoever owns that Denny's. And obviously, any for the most part, they don't give a fuck about you. That this this is what I mean by that. The owner, manager, whoever the fuck runs that that damn Denny's, set their employees up for fucking failure. Really, failure. You have three employees checking people in to go, sitting people, serving people. Uh, they're running in and out, outside, inside. They obviously never done it before because they don't know how hard that is. And uh and you think that's okay they don't have no extra help they don't have like and they're wearing a mask motherfuckers can't breathe like man i feel horrible for them like i feel bad and the reason why i feel bad like again like i said i've done it before i've done that job i had not i don't have to go do outside shit but i could only imagine it probably would have been worse so i fell for them and uh i walked in and as soon as I walked in, I said, you know, table for four, blah, blah, blah. They said 15 minutes. I said, okay, I'm going to wait right here outside. And it was a manager girl. She was like, okay. 
put she wrote my name down for form. I go outside. I sit there. It's been like 20 minutes. I'm still sitting outside, and there's tables, and my wife's like, oh, you know what's going on? I'm like, you know, let them. They're probably just trying to. Me, again, I've been in the industry before. I was like, you know, they're probably trying to, uh, they're probably backed up on other shit. Let them uh, bring the wave down, and then they'll, they'll seat us. Then a group of uh, five ladies walk in. It was five ladies, and I was outside, and they were walking in as uh, I was standing outside. And they were cool, you know. Um, they were like, uh, you know, hey, how long's the wave? Blah, blah, blah. And I told them, oh, okay. They walked in, and then I didn't see them walk out. I was like, what the fuck? I look outside, and they set them down. I was like, oh, shit. So now I'm mad because these motherfuckers never came and asked us. They just damn near forgot about us. So I was upset. I was upset. I walk in and one of the servers, which was not the manager, one of the servers just gives me an attitude. She's all, we'll be right with you. It just doesn't even, just the way she said everything. Uh, Then when she looks at me again, I told her what had happened. Oh, you know, you guys were seating people. No, she said, Oh, it's going to be a wait, okay? I'm like, look, man, I've been over, I already been waiting like 30 minutes. Um, I was polite, too, about it. I was like, oh, we've been waiting 30 minutes. I saw people being set. And um, and the lady was like, well, she probably forgot you were outside. I was like, oh, okay, okay. She's like, we'll be right with you when we have a time. And then that lady starts being rude to other people that are trying to put their name on the list because now there's three, four people waiting to come inside. By that time... I see the manager walk by. She's oh, I'll be right with you. Okay, give me a second. Walks by again. Doesn't say nothing. At this time, I was getting ready to leave. But then again, you guys don't know my wife. If my wife doesn't get what she wants, and when she's hangry, suddenly it's all my fault. Like, she mad at me. Like, I am the one who messed everything up. So, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about my wife. I'm thinking right now, do I, do, do I want to be, do I want to see my wife angry? <laughs> or do I, or do I want to wait this out? I waited it out. <laughs> I, was, I made a smart choice. So I waited it out, right? Manager comes up, and the manager hits me up, and then I explained to her what happened. I'm like, look, uh, first she completely forgot about me. She was the one who wrote my name. She, and then I told her, she's all oh, for how many? I'm like, man, I already gave you my name like 40 minutes ago now. She's like, oh, my goodness. She's like, I thought you left. And then she, she her look, it was just a very stressed look. And... um. I, she's like, I'll sit you down right now. She sits me down and then she ends up sitting me next to those five ladies that were, um, that had walked in. And the only reason why I'm going to say their nationality is so you guys can understand the way they said this. They're black girls. They're a group of five black girls. And you can tell these black girls are from the hood. <laughs> and the girls were like, damn, they, I thought you were got to go. They start going off. I thought you, you got food to go, blah, blah, blah. We were telling them, he's like, that's fucked up, da, 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 da. So they better pay for your bills or something. I mean, they better pay for your bill or something. And I was just laughing along, and I was like, yeah, I'm like, it is fucked up. And not once did it cross my mind to ask for it. I did it. Uh, asked for, like, oh, give me a free food. What I wanted to do is I wanted to see how they were going to act, what they were going to be like how they were going to service, how their service was going to be, how everything was going to be. Girl comes up, the manager, and then first thing she says to me, she's like, you know, what do you want to drink, blah, blah, blah. She takes her order and she says, and just to let you know, I'm going to take care of your order. Um, I really am. I just want to just make sure you're handled. I apologize for what happened. And then she walked away. 
And that's when they reminded me of when I worked at the dealership. When I worked at the dealership, I had the right to do whatever, I had the authority to do whatever I thought was right. And I always made the, I always did, I always put myself in both shoes, or both parties, and really try to make the right decision of what's right to do. Meaning, what would I want somebody to do for me if I was them? And if I was that manager that day, I would have done the exact same thing. And she did, she did what she did what she was supposed to do. And I was thankful for that. Um, we eat our food. Uh, my wife actually went to the bathroom when she was inside. Walked, she walked by him. She actually heard all the employees complaining about, I don't, we can't be able to, we can't be doing this forever. This is horrible. I don't know, like complaining about the work environment they're in, right? Um, you could tell they are all very stressed. They are all just angry. The, um, the manager, when we're done, she's like, oh, you're free to go. I walked inside. And I didn't want to leave. I told her, look, I left. I gave her money. And now I'm like, this is for you. And and I left and I and I told her, whatever is going on in your day, don't let this fuck, fuck up your day. For real. You keep doing you. You keep being a leader to your your staff here. Let them know it's gonna be alright, and you have their back, just like you had my back when you covered my bill. Thank you, and and I'm and I'm grateful for that. And have a blessed day. And I walked away. She stopped me as I walk as I was walking away, and she told me, "Hey, I, I have to tell you this." She said, "Thank you for making my day." She said, "For real, you made my day. Now you made me." She said, "You gave me that second win." Now I can finish my my second part of my shift, happy as can be. And I just smiled and I said, I'm glad I was able to do that. And I left. So this goes back to what I was talking about. Again, I could have done what those five girls told me to do and complained and bitched and yelled at them. But what would that have done? That's, again, social media complaining, posting about this and about that. How about you're retarded? Could have done that. But what would it have done? Instead, I made sure I got to them. I got them to understand. And I was grateful for it. I communicated. I talked well. I wasn't rude. And that got me a lot further than being rude and complaining and whining. So there goes why I feel the way I feel. That is why. I feel so strongly about all this, why I feel that we need to be at a workplace that makes us happy. Um, not necessarily happy, but doesn't make it doesn't ruin our days. Real talk. And if you are, if you had a position where you are a leader of some sort, it could be anything. If you're a big brother, a parent, a business owner, a maybe a shift leader. Maybe you're not even the manager at your shop. You're just a shift leader. All that. You are all have a chance to make a positive influence on somebody every damn day. Use it. Use it. Use it to make a change. You have no idea what that change or what that little shift of attitude could do for real that little shift of attitude of going from a horrible person that was just angry to a happy person could have saved 
I don't know, somebody from getting beat at home, somebody from drinking that day. Um, and all it was is your little move that you did that stopped it. So, yes, what I want to do is with this, I want to challenge you guys um, to communicate more, talk more, teach more. And obviously, it's, it's easier said than done. You get angry. I get angry. I've done it before where I post shit. And I try to post stuff that's educational. Like, I posted that thing with the doctor. I thought that was great, great shit. The Nigerian doctor, I didn't believe she was Nigerian. The shit that kids bringing brought down. Um, I posted it because I thought it was educational. I wasn't really throwing shit in people's face. I try not to post things where I'm making fun of somebody. I try. Sometimes it's hella funny, and maybe I'll do it. <laughs> But one thing I'm going to say is something definitely you work for um, is like fitness. You're not going to go from eating shitty to out of nowhere, eating perfect forever and ever out of nowhere, out of just a snap of a finger. You work towards it. And what I mean by it is going to sound funny, but if you cuss, if you um, cuss somebody out every damn day and then suddenly you went from seven people a week down to six, down to five, down to three, down to two, down to one. Now you ain't cussing nobody out. That's a work in progress. But little by little, just work towards it, communicating, be the bigger person, walk away from shit, talk to people. Sometimes when you're in the midst of being angry, hold your thought, think about it, sleep on it, come the next day, talk to the person about what, what it is that you felt, uh, what had happened. And, um, and the other thing I want to add to this, although that you may not believe in what somebody believes in, or they don't believe in what you believe in, it's okay. As long as you guys both respect each other, that's what matters. It's like sports. I always talk shit about the Lakers. I fucking hate the Lakers. I really do. I see a Lakers fan. We talk. I talk shit to him just for shits and giggles. But it doesn't mean I hate him. I'll, uh, that's just part of the game. We just talk shit back and forth, but... On all seriousness, any Laker fan ever needed me, I got their back. You know what I mean? I'm I'm here for you. And this is where we're at right now is, yeah, when you build that relationship with somebody, you can give them shit for believing what they believe in. Obviously, I'm not going to go to some random Laker fan I don't know and talk shit to them because that's going to be offensive. But once I build that relationship with them, I'll talk shit to them, and they'll talk shit to me, and it's all fun and games. Same thing with this. Once you build that relationship with somebody and they're okay with you talking shit to them, hey, then laugh at them. Hey, you believe in conspiracy theories, you dumbass. Hey, you believe in a mask, wearing a mask, huh? you dumbass. But until then, until you have that relationship with that person, leave everybody the fuck alone and just respect everybody. Respect everybody. Talk to everybody. Because at the end of the day, that's what no one wants. The more we're segregated, the better it is for them. And you already know who them is. All right, y'all, that's pretty much it for this episode. I am going to do another episode where I'm going to talk about what I'm going to, um, where I said about business and um, uh, fucking shit, lost my mind, how it's good for business. Uh, you have all those tactics to reach out to different people. I'm going to make a whole episode about that coming up in a couple of weeks. And if you did hear this episode, you listened to it, you liked it, you feel like someone needs to hear it, share it with them. Let them know. Here it is. Listen to this. I love you. You know what I mean? Say something to them. 
If you heard this, you liked it, disliked it, let me know. I would love to hear some feedback on how you guys feel about it. And lastly, I hope you guys stay safe, um, stay productive, and we out. <laughs>